Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jamil in here, 916-909-1320. What's up, Jamil? What's going on? Just sitting here with you guys, man, on the same page with everybody. I had a question about the Bucks game there. From a, Is that a strategic, just a rule of thumb from the majority of the, you know, NBA teams in that situation that you're going to try to get that defensive stop because obviously fouling right there, like Dave Dollar, whoever gets the ball, I wanted him to inbound it to Giannis, but fouling kind of secures you a second overtime. Am I correct or not? Just no, just wanted to clear that up on you guys. No, no, no. You're you're a little incorrect on that because they're up two. So so you rather just foul and going overtime that's what he or, was saying he was trying to he <laughs> or or you say he's going to make or miss a 30 footer no he was he was saying foul so they can so you the don't lose overtime. like you you can't lose if you foul there you you obviously can win but you put him in it just guard the 30 footer. <laughs> that's guard, that's it because it was a two-point game it wasn't a three-point yeah. game yeah yeah, I'm not in favor of that. I'll take no, I, so I'll tell you the truth. I did think of that for a second. Like, do Allen just hope he misses a free throw because it's Dame Lillard? <laughs> no, you pick up Dame Lillard at the free throw line. You don't let Dame Lillard cross half court that freely. The the other thing, but uh, and I'll defend Fox a little bit on that as well because it's not it's not a Fox thing. I, I would have sent two three well, guys I, at him. He's the guy that's. You're right. You're right. And I said Sabonis should come up and, mm-hmm. and help and double team him on that. But I saw. I don't care if anyone about, else hits a three. It, right. it would suck, but just don't let him have the opportunity to do it. No. And people were talking about Fox in that situation of, you know, he, he's just let Dame come up the court. Well, I mean, we're talking about Dame Willard right here. If you breathe on him you're liable to get a foul call. Now he's going to the line to tie it up. So I'm not I'm not touching Dame Willard in that situation. I'm going to stay in front of him and try to, you know, make sure he's as far away as possible. The only thing that I would see that is the bonus should have came up because Brooke Lopez was behind the play. Brooke Lopez was at half court. Sabonis was inside the three-point line at one point. You should have been up there at half court with Brooke Lopez ready to trap. Because if he if he gives the ball up, which I didn't think he was ever going to do, you're talking about Brooke Lopez shooting it from 31 feet away, mm-hmm. and he can make that shot. But I'd rather him take that shot than Dame Lillard in any situation. Say what you wrote in the text message. Why would I do that? <laughs> so, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to be aware of what's going on around you. And some, yeah, just, 
Just be aware of what's going on around you. <laughs> Critical thinking in these situations. 916-909-1320 if you want to talk. Vent. Uh, if you want to foul when you're down to, I, I, I don't know, or up to, you guys, you guys make the call. Uh, get in on these phone lines. I hope, um, I hope Domas's season isn't being wasted at this point. It's not wasted. Like it's wasted if you're, if, you know, if you're ten and thirty. Mm-hmm. That's wasted. Uh, but because the Kings are a playoff team. I I don't and and Domas is already under this weird, bordering on one of a kind microscope, of like he sucks, mm. like any any you know now the Kings have the you know the distinction of blowing a you know being one in one thousand one hundred or one thousand two hundred forty four or whatever it was, oh that's somehow going to trace back to Domas. Like I couldn't help but think a few a couple hours ago when that. When the when the when the the trade stuff about Siakam came through, mm-hmm. Siakam isn't better than Domas. No, y'all have been fawning over Pascal Siakam getting traded to various organizations for a year and a half now, and he's not even as good as Demontis Sabonis. You aren't gonna think twice about Milwaukee, or excuse me, about Indiana signing a dude who's thirty years old. To a four-year contract for two hundred, whatever, whatever the money is. <laughs> but y'all thought you thought Domas's deal was bad. <laughs> Yo, the, that's, that's, we're talking about critical. The people who covered this game are wild. They are absolutely, they wild. absolutely are absolutely wild. Uh, we got more phones to get to nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Uh, start with our brother Manny. Manny, what's going on, baby? What's up, y'all? I got two things: one on the Kings, and I got a hip hop take for you. Okay. But with the with the Kings, I think just like you say, fans have have different expectations this year, right? Uh, with the players, there's also their own expectations. They're not the same team, right? They're not the they're not the old Kings anymore. There's people are expecting I want to say greatness, but growth. And when you're growing, right, your bones hurt at first because you're not used to coming from that from that point of view. So it's going to, I mean, I'm not saying that everything, this is the team that's going to be there, but there's growing pains to this too, even after you have success to be able to learn how to adjust and navigate. It's a whole different landscape for them anymore. It's not like, Oh, if we just show up and play whatever, nobody expects anything. Now they have expectations, not only for themselves, but expectations in general from the league. So I think that takes some time. And then talking about the hip hop part, right? I, for my Mount Rushmore, I mean, it's always interchangeable, but I always going to have Cube up there. Because from 88 to 92, from America's Most Wanted, I mean, from straight out of Compton, America's Most Wanted, Kill at Will, going all the way through the Lethal Injection, there wasn't a better run ever of albums in hip-hop. This dude went straight, five straight albums, uh, almost flawless hip-hop. So for me, he's always, regardless of whatever the other stuff he got going on, that is a hard thing. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm 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 perfectly good with Q being up there. Uh, that stretch of albums is is phenomenal. You know what I thought about, and this doesn't have anything to do with Ice Cube or whatever, but um, when people talk about like the greatest rappers of all time, and what I think is a flawed way of thinking about it, is you notice how when people bring that up. The greatest, so you mean to tell me the greatest rappers that will ever exist all happen in like a five year span? 
It's sure. like there's nobody before. Well, there's well, nobody. We talked about that before, though. Like that stretch of ninety four to ninety six. Like Ready to Die came out, mm-hmm. Illmatic came out, Reasonable Doubt came out, uh, Enter the Thirty Six Chambers came out, uh, All Eyes on Me came out. Like those are. Like someone somewhere has one, two, or three of those albums as one, two, and three in their greatest albums of all time. For sure, for sure. For yeah, sure. Like, like, but it's like it's so, so not the me. Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> like, it's not Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. Um, N.W.A. is always fascinating because it's literally one album. Like, what we know is N.W.A. is one record. Mm-hmm. That's it for I, life. That's, that's there's no cube in that group. Yeah, like it's 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 different. And, and and the chronic came out in that time. The but the whole thing is so that was like for people who would say that. Mm-hmm. And four of the or three of the five, my top five from that era, right? Mm-hmm. But so you mean to tell me just rap just never got any better after that? Well, I I also and think rappers it, didn't get any. better. No, I right? I just think it's who you're talking to and how old they are because there are some people who would say Kendrick, Cole. Drake, that group that dropped albums from 10 to 14 are, that's, that's the group. Mm -hmm. That's their version of Jay, Nas, Big, Pac, Woo, all of that. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think, I think (laughs) as fun as the conversation is, I think it's as simple as how old you are. Yeah. And I think, I think there needs to be a meeting of the mind. I think they need to be interchanged. Yeah, I, I mean, Manny to, says no one ever has had a great as, as great of a run as, as Cube, and I could argue Kendrick did. Yeah, Kendrick did, and like, it's a different music is made differently nowadays mm-hmm. too. Like nobody, it's not better or worse. I'm just saying nobody's like trying to put out this classic album anymore. No, like, definitely that's just, not. Definitely that doesn't not. That, that doesn't make it better or worse. There's advantages Hell. and disadvantages to that, but nobody. That's not how music is consumed and how it's made nowadays. I didn't love late registration, but. College, that dude, college dropout, late registration, graduation. Those three, four, you start, yeah, you start five, getting into I mean, beautiful dark twists. Like, that's that's game changing music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's just something that I thought about. Like, I don't know, guys. Yeah, I, th- we, I thought about that. We can't have the greatest rappers of all time being in a five year. It's it's, span. it's a yeah. It's like a it's like a three and a half year span <laughs> between the chronic and I, if we went to the last one being all eyes on me. Which was ninety six. It's crazy. Um, well, that was. That oh, was I do, when we when we come back, I do want to talk about his King's Point as well. He, he I forgot what his King's Point he was. Talking about growing pains. Uh, oh yeah, that was interesting. Okay, we'll talk about that. Uh, Kings are approaching the forty first game of the season on Thursday. We'll take more of your phone calls as well. Nine one six nine zero nine. 1320, Steeler 1KC, brought to you by Sky River Casino, where we will be live at 32 Brew Street uh, on February 2nd. Hope you'll come through, hang out with us. We'll uh, do a live show and watch some basketball, man. We'll talk more about that as we move along here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If we keep going with what we were talking about during the commercial break, that's a two-hour conversation. So we'll, we'll pick it up on 102.5 later. There's a lot of music out there, and a lot of people like different stuff. That's basically what it is. The only wrong opinion is... Jesse liking Gucci over Jeezy. That's, that's not wrong. that's not a wrong opinion. <laughs> I like Jeezy too. I like Gucci too. I do like Gucci. I thought the last album he did was all right. I, mean, yeah, I just Gucci, don't, just don't know when I'm really like listen to it. But like I, 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 I ran it through. Solid. Yeah, solid. Solid work. Um, you wanted to address what Manny said. Manny called. If you want to get in on the phone lines, you can. By the way, nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. He's talking about growing pains for Sacramento, and you had something you wanted to add to that. Yeah, so Manny talked about growing pain um, that this team is trying to probably going through when trying to go from being a good team to going to another level. And last night, I want to know what both of you guys think about this. Last night, Mike Brown came out, and, and I don't have the full clip. I should have had the clip. But he, he said, that yeah, was a great – uh, learning lesson for this team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't like that mm-hmm. at all. And I wouldn't have liked for them to lose that or learn that lesson by losing aim or anything else like that. Uh, I'm like everybody else. I, I was unacceptable. But I understand what he's saying. You like you played really well. You got to find a way, number one, to keep that up all the way through for a full 48 and if things do go awry, you have to learn how to have the composure and execute to make sure it doesn't fully go off the rails. Mm-hmm. I understood what he was saying. I didn't think there was a problem with what he said. Do you want to hear but, it? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. But we weren't happy with him. Uh, see of NBC Sports Cal. You got to give Frank Vogel and the Titans team a lot of credit. Well, I'm uh, the reality of it is they went small. What's that? Part of that. Well, <laughs> gives the other team credit. Yeah. I actually got confused for a second. I was Vogel, what year is this clip from? Oh, that's right. He is coach. All right. Mike Brown. Uh, and we couldn't score. Uh, go inside. Uh, 
Katie of a job, uh, or we took some bets. I thought we drove in the traffic two or three times. And instead of playing the way we normally play, you drive the ball, you touch the pain, if help come, play off a two and spray it. Uh, we tried to go for the ball and shoot over uh, two or three guys. Um, and then we took some tough threes, and they forced us into tough threes. Uh, we had no pace in the court to end the game. Uh, we were holding the ball a lot, and so uh, their ability to play KD at the five and still match up with us uh, because we couldn't score uh, really slowed us down, and we have to figure that out because that's happened in the past. So great, great uh, learning lesson for us all. Uh, and, and then on top of the tough shots and the inability to score in the paint uh, and or spray the ball at the right time, uh, we, just, we just kept turning it over. We had some bad turnovers. I thought we were really... Is that just my screen or is that No, screen? it's my screen too. <laughs> you guys froze too or? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if we're 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 on the stream. I think we we're might... definitely on. Well, I think the, the, just... the audio's going. The yeah, audio's going. Yeah, as long as as long as as long as as long as we're on uh, no, as long no. as we're on the radio. Dino left us. Yeah, I don't think I, they can hear stream can't hear Kenny now. Okay. I don't even think they can hear me. Oh, I thought it was All right, we back. We back. Here we go. Back back. We back back. I guess. This is D-Lo and Casey year one again, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Somebody pay the internet bill. <laughs> I just thought Kimberly. <laughs> Somebody pay the bill. I just right. thought it was funny where Mike was frozen. I don't know if anybody else saw that. It's frozen like the Kings in the last six minutes of the game. Wow, that's that's indicative of what happened last night. <laughs> uh, my, I just had the little spinny circle. Uh, I don't. I, all, I was more irritated with the with the with the truck. Uh, lazy a couple of times with the ball instead of making so sure disrespectful. we were passing one time, passing <laughs> on target with two hands, and and uh, it, it was just a recipe for what uh, what happened. And uh, hopefully, it uh, it'll be something that we can learn from uh, in the future because we're going to face teams that uh, that uh, go small and put a small guy on, on Domas. We got to give Frank. Sorry, people were not happy with that uh, response. Not a lot of people. Not not a whole gang of people, but I saw multiple tweets were like, I don't want to no. hear that tonight. We could look at, see, there's 35. Let's, see, let's, let's look to see what some of the quote tweets uh, say. Uh, King's Muse, we're not trying to hear that. Uh, John Wilson, I love Mike Brown, but the Kings have had enough terrible losses this season that should be past the, quote, learning lessons point. Um, Mitch says, what exactly did you learn? Is Every it our Mitch? It's not our Mitch. Oh. Uh, it's Mitch Dabala. Uh, what exactly did you learn? Every Kings fan knew we'd blow the lead at some point, and we knew the second it got under 10, we were losing the game. Uh, <laughs> learning lessons, comical. This team is cooked until further notice. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Professor Oak, well-respected <laughs> member of the Kings uh, uh, Twitter community. Nail, meet hammer. Well said. He liked favorite. the tweet. Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> oh, Keith says I don't feel like you need to learn to not do something that hasn't been done in twelve hundred games. <laughs> That's that might be the winner. That might be the winner. Keith to the city right there. Uh, looking at a couple other ones. How many of these lessons have we had? Enough is enough. King Voss. King Voss says. Learning that unless something changes, the second half of the year is going to be tough to watch. Oh yeah, we were down bad last night. Yeah, down. We down were bad. we were uh, 
I was getting it was even getting stupid ass tweets from Bonte. Oh yeah, I, 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 well, when a Warriors fan is getting their jokes off on you, <laughs> boy, it's a it's a tough night. Uh, if they haven't learned at this point, they're never going to effing learn. That last part was in all caps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the curse is over, said man. You were right. People were really upset about this. Yeah. I love you, Mike, but you guys ain't learning S. Oh the my only thing you guys are learning is how to choke games away. Man, STFU with all that oh. S and Bench Barnes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, not good. <laughs> not good. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of F-bombs in some of these, some of these messages. Yeah, qu- quite interesting to read the quote tweets to that video from NBC Sports California. So what do you what do you think? What did you think about uh, what he said? Um, I don't think you need to go out there and publicly. It, it, it I feel exactly the same way as I did after the 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 Milwaukee game. Whatever you say publicly is fine. I don't care because the way. King Voss feels or Alex feels or STF and up and bench Barnes, the way they all feel, it, it doesn't matter. You're doing your media obligation, do your media obligation. You want to shout out Frank Vogel, shout out Frank Vogel, the team, whatever. You want to discuss the surface points, that's fine. I don't care. What are you saying to them today, right now, at the Golden One Center? What are you saying? What if he says the same thing to the team? I, 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 I don't, I don't that, that ain't it to me. Well, well, I'm fine if he tells them, hey, look, we can learn from last night's game. As long as you're going into, hey, here's, here's, here's why we didn't get to the basket. Here's why our shots at the basket were bad. Um, there wasn't enough ball movement in the final three minutes. If, as long as you're specific with, with – as long as you've got film the way you did after the Milwaukee game with your team, and I know Mike does, yeah. that's, it's, it's fine. If he I, – I, I don't even think there's that. There's not. That's not even a hypothetical worth doing. Mike's not rehashing what he said publicly, privately. Mm-hmm. I just hope he's diving further into, yo, Malik, you've turned the ball over five times in crunch time in the last two games. Guys, we collectively have missed eight free throws in crunch time in the last two games. Mm-hmm. What are you doing about that? What are you going to do? These aren't these aren't uh, uh, Kevin Durant, 2010, you know, defensive player of the year type, defensive player of the year candidate type stuff. This was unforced errors. This was sloppiness. What are you doing about that? Because we can't collectively fix it until you all individually decide what you're going to do about those things. Right before practice started, I heard Kenny Carraway today say, simple basketball plays. Are you guys capable of making simple basketball plays? We're not getting our ass kicked. We did against Philly. We did against Boston. We've had those moments. In these recent games, simple basketball plays have cost us two victories. Those two victories has slid us into the play-in category. Y'all want to be a playoff team or you want to be a play-in team? You want everything we're working for right now to potentially come down to a single game or two games? What are you going to do to fix it? And that's and and that's where I look at 
where they're at and the way they're playing and saying, I feel, I feel better than most about it because they are simple basketball players. And with the simple basketball, they've shown that they can do it. Like whether, whether it happens in crunch time or in the second quarter, like you're making, you're not turning the ball over, right? They had 30 assists in the first three quarters. So you've shown that you can do it. What you have to do now. But why, why didn't you finish it then? Like, cause the, the, if, if Milwaukee had been four weeks ago, the same exact Milwaukee game, if it had been four weeks ago, maybe I would be looking at this different. Mm. But these are back-to-back games now that you have let yourself lose. Well, there, there are also two different reasons why, right? So I don't think they, they, they had some turnovers and stuff like that, but their lack of taking care of the basketball wasn't and not scoring in general. And that's fine. why they lost. But put an umbrella over it. Simple basketball plays. Yeah, you can fix simple basketball plays. And this is where I said, like, the way I look at it, you're getting beat down by 25, 30 points. I don't know how to fix that a lot of the time. I don't know how to fix that. But if you're missing your free throws, well, hell, let's just stay over. 15 more minutes and shoot free throws for the next two weeks. Or I bring a, a lot of the times that stuff is uh, uh, mental. I'm mm-hmm. bringing a therapist. I'll bring in lethal shooter <laughs> to help you guys at the free throw line. Sabonis, you work with him before. I'll bring him in for two weeks and we'll work on our free throws. Or taking care of the basketball, hey, just make the simple pass. Every time out, reminding him in the fourth quarter, hey, just make the simple pass. You're right there for you. We don't need the spectacular. Make the simple like those things. You can coach and the players; they can reinforce what they have to reinforce to remember not to make those same mistakes. That can that can that can change. Some of those other when you're just not good enough, when you're not talented enough. There's only so much you can do about that. Johnny Duip <laughs> brings up a good point. We're 41 games in, and we're still talking about like fixing this stuff. I don't think it's gonna happen. Like their free throws and all, like before, like we're halfway through the season. This is who they are. Is it not? I don't disagree. I mean, it could, it could be. So we think. So do we think that the Kings are going to finish thirtieth in the NBA in free throw shooting? Probably. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I'll give him a twenty eighth. Yeah, it's hard to like. You have you've had it's. Did did they just notice? I mean, they just got to thirtieth, but you know. But did they fall from like top ten to thirty? No, no, they no, haven't been. They've been bad. Year. But that's what I'm asking. I'm saying, are they going to be thirtieth? They just got to thirtieth. But They're what would be there. acceptable? Twenty eighth. I mean, to me, no. My 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 answer is, I don't believe they're going to get better. Last the year they were thirteenth. They They're five percent worse at the line this year, going from seventy nine to about or six percent. It's about seventy nine to seventy three this year. I do think Let's, they'll get better from the line. Uh, there's a lot of people on hold. Let's let's get to the phone lines now. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Let's start with Jeremy. Jeremy, what's going on, man? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? We good, baby. Right on. Um, I was watching the game last night, and that kind of as it was unraveling, I think the first thing that came to mind was there was that clip of uh, Malik when he was back in Charlotte, and then Jordan slapped him in the back of the back there. You guys seen that clip? Of course, yeah, seen it. Yeah. And that's kind of like the first thing that popped to mind. Um, my question to you guys is, who do you think should be like handling the ball towards the end of the game? Um, like I love Malik and what he brings to the team, 
but I do feel like his playmaking or lack of better terms, a little sporadic. I would prefer to see Fox handling the ball in those situations and creating a play for the team. But um, yeah, that was just kind of the first thing that came to mind. Um, I got you. No, I I'm, I'm you. good. I'm good with yeah, either one. I'm there, good with Malik and De'Aaron having the ball. At the there end. was a time last night uh, late in that game when Fox kept giving it to Malik and I wanted Fox to have it. Mm-hmm. And it was no, there's nothing wrong with uh, mm-hmm. Malik or anything like that. Just in that situation, mm-hmm. as far as like getting to the bucket and doing that, I felt more comfortable last night with Fox having the basketball. So it depends on the game, but that even for the most, both of them can can be just fine. Uh, who's next? We got Matthew. Uh, Matthew, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I I called into the insiders earlier. And, and it was funny because, Dilo, when, when they did the handoff, you, you literally took the words right exactly what I said. Because James was talking about, and KC's talking about how this team should be, you know, can, has an opportunity to learn from these games. And you'd rather see this kind of loss than, um, you know, a blowout loss, obviously. But at the same time, they're finding ways to lose. You know, they're not, they're not finding ways to win. They're not finding ways to get better. They're finding different ways to lose. And I think overall, the overall um, ar- overarching thing that I've seen this season is this team has no identity at all. Like, you can be six games over 500, seven games. You can have this record and, you know, be inconsistent and still have an identity. But this team has zero identity. Now, last year they were, they were efficient. They played with pace. They shot the ball well. They got out on the break. This year, you know, we don't know what they're going to do. Even in the wins, they're going to do. You know, you don't, you don't know how they're going to win. And to me, that's a problem. You know, identity needs to come first at this point. So, so I don't disagree with the identity thing, but I do disagree with the they're finding ways to lose. They half ago, they just found a way to win two very close games. One you said probably shouldn't have been close with the Toronto thing. Well, it was, and then a double OT game. I think what he and I, and I want to I don't want to speak for Matthew. I think what he meant was in the last three games, the final three games of this trip, you got blown out. You got beat on a buzzer beat mm-hmm. in a in a game. Like e- even though the Kings were in control of that, that was a, that was a competitive game for forty eight minutes, and then you you twenty two point lead, mm-hmm. like in near history. I think that's what he meant. Um, those are three games where the Kings lost three and they're different in their own way. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you could walk away. Milwaukee, you're gutted by, and some people were just left dumbfounded last night. Phoenix, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, it, it seems pretty reactionary. Of course, it is. That's very reactionary. And that's what it, that's what this, that's what we do for a living. We're yeah. reacting to what we saw last night, and we we're reacting to what we've seen the last handful of games. Necessarily overreact. Maybe that's what I'm saying. That's a hundred percent what we do. That's what sports fans do. You 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 overreact to it. Yeah, I'm not gonna overreact to it. But I don't think some of the things that are being said are overreactions. I think they're fair criticisms. I think it's fair to wonder um, if this team is going to be a uh, 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 consistently hit free throws for the next 41 games. It's it's fair to wonder. It is. I I shouldn't even say it's unfair, but it's not wondering. It's they won't. Well, that's like different. That, like but that's, that's, but that's, that's different. Does. They're not going to get better. 
Oh no, no! You asked. You asked the direct I question. I said, "Do you guys think they will get better?" You said, "No, no I don't." Get better. No, I, I don't that's think. What I'm saying. That's but but it was a specific. Do you think they're going to finish thirtieth in free throw shooting? Yeah, like I do. What like, reason have they given us to believe otherwise? I think they have the ability to be better at the free throw line. Yeah, they do. But will they? And they have the ability to hit free, clutch free throws. You. That goes to the point that you looked at when you were looking for the numbers. They can the Toronto do Toronto and Orlando game. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they, and they that's not a, right. And that's but but what was but I looked up those clutch numbers for a point. Like you, they had missed ten free throws in that game. Mm-hmm. It was still a sixty something percent free throw shooting game. Mm-hmm. Sixty one, I think it was. Man, yo, that's that's not good, mm-hmm. and that's good for bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. They hit the ones late that 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 helped them secure victories, which which is dope which is part of the masking of what I feel like has been a problem for a large chunk of the season. You shot poorly from the free throw line, but you won a fight. Cool. You shot poorly from the free throw line, but you got your ass kicked. No one's thinking about it in either scenario. Mm -hmm. But when you can point to it and say, that's probably a big reason we lost. Or you go to the Milwaukee game and go, that's actually why we lost. There's there's no navigating around that. And 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 it's... We were all complacent to it, including the Sacramento Kings. You guys are a bad free throw shooting team. You've done nothing to address it, and now you're losing games because of it. So, man, this is what I'm saying. Now we're losing games because of it. We're on here addressing it. You're saying they will not respond to that. They will not. We not, can, not that you don't believe, because that's two different things. You cannot believe, like, ah, I don't have confidence that they'll do it. No, but I saying, don't believe that. Then that. But that's two different things to me. How? As saying they won't do it. They will not. No, you're, this is believe. semantics. You're playing with words at this oh, point. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, I'm sitting here saying I don't. I believe that they, they can respond to that. And I don't. Like, I don't believe they're going to shoot better at the foul line all of a sudden. Okay, but that's what – but that's – the whole point of this was I said people are overreacting and they're putting a stamp on something. You said, no, it's fair to wonder if they will. This isn't wondering. This is saying they will not but that get it, better. But, but, but without it happening, that's that's what wondering is. Oh, okay. Like it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. So all we're doing is like I, <laughs> Neither I don't. Neither has happened. <laughs> right? They haven't shown whether they'll get better or not. Right. You believe that they can. I believe that they won't. I think what we've seen from these first 40... I'm not getting it tattooed on my chest. Like, I I ain't (laughs) ain't that that serious. But Now, get it tattooed. Kings won't shoot (laughs) any better. Get it tattooed. (laughs) I think what we've seen through the first 40 games, what we're going to see through the next 42 or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, they'll have games where they turn it up, and they're going to have games where they look how they did yesterday. It's just... What they are now with this current roster, I'm pretty confident is what they'll be at the end of the season. I don't see them really getting bad. I think they're an inconsistent team where sometimes they'll turn it up and other times they won't. Right now, I think, like I've been asking all year, do they have a ceiling as far as this group? Now I do think, think, they, think they do for this season. So let me ask you, you're playing kind of the optimistic, like you're, 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 you're a little less phased by what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Do they have a... <sighs> I don't know who else to use an example. Do they have a Clippers-like run in them where they win 20 of 27? Uh, No, but I think the Clippers are a better team, right? Like, I think the ceiling for the Clippers are better. So I don't think the Kings can do that. So you said 20 of 26. I don't think they can do that. I think they can do uh, 10 of 15. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not outrageous. That's, that's, that's essentially what they are. I'll, this, I'll go, they can go 12 or 15. Okay. All right. Like, I think they could do it, but I, I, I think they have it in them. But part of I'm that, guessing they haven't part done of that, that comes year. from, um, I think they did at one point because they, well, they had a six game a winning streak, right? Yeah. I think part of that comes from, I, well, they lost. The, they lost three games before and the two games after. <laughs> so, like, you had a six-game winning streak, but you were six and five in 11 games. Yeah. So, I, I think that um, – or they were six and two in eight games. <laughs> Just depends on how you want to play it. Yes, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, you could, go, you could go a step further. I can give you, I could give you an eight and two because they <laughs> lost the two. If you start at the win streak – they lost the two to the Pelicans, came back, beat the Wolves, had that thriller against the Warriors. So, so I guess you could do anything with the way like, – you could do anything with especially this. Especially with the way the Kings are playing that's, this year. There's a lot of different yep, ways you can go yep. with the numbers. But that's really the only place that you can go to do that because there's a lot of – you know, once you get after that, you have the you have the loss to the Clippers, but then they beat the Nuggets, lose to the Pelicans, beat the Suns, beat the Nets, lose to the Clippers. They win three in a row. Lose to the Celtics, beat the Suns, lose two in a row. Like there's a lot of that's kind of it, just what it is. And I, I'm not saying that you or Jesse are necessarily wrong for how you feel about this team and what you think, because that's what they've shown so far. There are little things though that I've seen, mainly on this road trip, that have me thinking they could trend in a in a positive direction because their play is trending in a positive direction. Not the results. Mm-hmm. Not the results. But I've seen Kevin Herter wake up now and play good basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Alex Lynn play good basketball. So let's go further into that. If we go to the Magic game, they obviously won that. Mm-hmm. No one would argue they played poorly. You got the Raptors game after that. You got the blowout Some would loss. argue they played poorly. Against the Raptors? The, the Raptors game, the difference between the Raptors game and the Suns game is the Kings won and lost. They were up 20 for most of that game. It got to one with like under a minute to go. The difference is they won and lost. But nobody that, talks about the Raptors game. That No, that is the difference. I actually think we talked about that the next day. It, it, the difference is winning and losing. Mm-hmm. But um, they, played the, they played the same way. So, But my point is people will look at, like we just glossed over that, like, oh, yeah, they won the Raptors game. Like they played the same way. So if you thought they played bad last night, but I, I don't think anyone's saying they played bad last night. Like I was actually, I was, I was trying to b- propel your argument forward by the fact that they played well, for, and this is, I think, this is what Mike said for forty-two minutes last night, or probably, probably closer to forty-three minutes. But that's what they did. They played well, and then they didn't. They, it's just the problem is they didn't go from playing well to ugh, not so good. They went from playing well to dear God. It was a complete collapse. Yeah, it was a bloodbath. Complete collapse. But Orlando, 138. Uh, uh, Toronto, 135. That's Kings basketball. They get blown out by the Pelicans. You beat Detroit. You have the bad quarter against them, but your final three quarters is solid. You have a pretty complete game against Charlotte. You get blown out by the 76ers. You have that 143-142 loss to Milwaukee, and then you have last night. And one of the reasons why I may feel like um, – well, I'll talk about the other reason why I feel like they might be playing a little bit better. Steeler 1KC brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. 
get back to these phone lines. Uh, don't forget what you were going to say, by the way. I might have already forgotten. Yeah, I I forgot the whole lead into. Kim just gave us these nice little notepads. I know. I know. Come on now. Uh, 916-90. You'll, you'll remember. You always do. 916-909-1320. Uh, let's start with our man, Ivan. Ivan, appreciate you for holding so long, man. What's on your mind? All right, okay, I just want to, you know, let everybody know, like I was telling the other guy that I was never a Kings fan, and I just started watching them a few years ago. And I think everybody should just relax. They're going through some growing pains. You know, let's face it, from last year to this year, their defense is a lot better. Now, they haven't struggling because they're playing more better defense this year than they did last year. So... It, they ain't gonna win this championship in the next year or so, but they they have improved. Okay, can, can, can I can I ask you just 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 one, just one quick follow up? Where do you what where do you think they they've improved at? I think they improved a lot on their defense. Okay. Okay, I appreciate you, Ivan. Man, thank you, brother. Um, okay, I think we've seen individual growth defensively. Uh, particularly Keegan Murray, mm-hmm. uh, De'Aaron Fox. Um, I think that's where I'll leave it, though. I think that's where I'd leave it. Uh, not, I, not, not, not saying everyone else like is, is awful. Like we're seeing Kevin Herter do some things better. I just don't know that I'd I'd, I'd hang my hat on um, them being better defensively. Yeah, I think I think they're to me they're about the same defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe a little better, maybe a little bit better, but not anything drastic. Let's get our man uh, TC in here. TC, what's going on, boy? Man, what's up with my two brothers? What up, TC? Man, I'm just vibing. No, hold on real quick, Jesse. Hey, Jesse and D-Lo, hey, I'm with y'all, bro. Like, Kenny, let me ask you before I get the cook. You're hey, on an alarmist, like- first of all, TC, so I'm not surprised. Like, you're worst-case scenario every time. Yeah, like, like seriously, like, are, are you trying to pay the good guy, bad guy? Like, I know last time you was flipping your top, now you kind of like, super optimistic about like I don't know what's going on with these free throws. Like, as far as with the whole – that's what I go back to with Mike Brown. Mike, we're not the prime Chicago Michael Jordan or Kobe and Shaq where you could just sit back and, hey, these guys are going to figure it out. I'm not going to call a timeout. No, bro, call a timeout. You probably did, but keep calling them, Mike. And then, like you said, Kenny, when you get in the huddle, hey, listen, don't turn over the ball. It's a smart play. Like, you got to, you got to like, walk these guys down the line. We're not established enough to just – Hey, I'm gonna fall back, and this team can just go get us a win tonight. No, bro, it's it's, it's not like that. Uh, what's my boy over there? The, the the offensive coordinator. What's my boy's name? Triano. I'm, I'm blanking out. Triano. Hey. Triano. Listen, the whole spray, the paint touch and spray. That's cool, bro. When we're hitting, but we gotta add another wrinkle. We gotta add something like pick and roll when we can go to the basket. When the three's not falling, it has to be a light bulb in everybody's head. Oh, hey, team. We have to do something different. Pick and roll. Let's start driving to the basket now, causing drawing fouls. It's too many times when we get a team in a penalty and we don't even drive the ball and get them into foul trouble to where we can get back in the game or, like, go on with the lead. Like, seriously, bro, I, I know I'm, like, venting, but it's a lot going on. Like, Mike, Mike, the rotations, D'Lo, I heard you earlier, Mike, you got to get that under control, bro, with the whole, like, in and out, bouncing around. This guy might not – Mike. Please get that under control, bro. Other than that, bro, 
we'd be all right. Seriously. I know I'm hey Kenny, you laughing. D Lo. That's me. That's me laughing because T C like I he said. He wants earlier, Mike to get out the way. But like I said earlier, it's the same things he was doing last year. <laughs> a lot of the same things. I didn't to be honest with you, to be fair. I didn't like it a lot last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you know what I'm saying? That. Like, yep. I wasn't a fan of it last year, yep. but it worked. Yep. Now, what you can say is this is a whole new year. You can't do the same things you did last year. This year, it's a new team, new situations, all that other stuff. I understand that, but this isn't new. This isn't new. The, the whole thing is they what, – what it comes down to is people – Expect the Kings to be better. Expect them to be better. Mm-hmm. Is and and now that the question that you got to ask for that is, is that fair or an accurate assessment, or accurate expectations by everyone else? What what if um, because for me it's not necessarily, well, I guess the record kind of ties into it, but it's like they're not playing the same basketball they were last year. I, I don't think like it's like it's like hit and miss mostly. I, I don't think like they're not playing the same way they were last year. If they were, if they were playing like how they were last year, I think it's a lot different because like expectations are one thing, but I don't I don't know if it's expectations is what's like kind of fogging people's brains and stuff like that. This team is not playing the same basketball they were last year. I don't think. Well, there's a there's a different scheme a little bit, but I think and I'll I'll check on some things real quick while while I talk about this. But when you talk about them. Not playing, yeah. When you talk about them not playing uh, the same type of football as they did last year, or, or basketball, basketball. <laughs> they're not playing the same football either. They did no. last year. Kings just not winning in the trenches this year. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's all right. I had the Kings beating the Detroit Lions a couple of days ago. It's fine. It happens. But um, in this, and I'm I'm not trying to single people out or blame anybody. But Harrison Barnes and Kevin Herter aren't as good as they were last year. It's this really, yeah. for me, what it comes down to. Kevin Herter last year, I want to make sure I have this, it was 15 points a game. Mm-hmm. He's nine points a game this year. Ten points a game. He's ten point, He's 9.9. Mm-hmm. Ten points a game this year. Harrison Barnes last year was, I think he was 15 as well. He had 15 points a game. He's averaging 10. They're not hitting their threes. They're not. Mm-hmm. So it's going to look different because two of your starters, and I think that's a generous – 10 points per game for each of them because it feels like every night they're under 10. Like if it feels like they got to 10 because Harrison had a 33-point game and Herter had a 26-point game. But if you're watching the game, it's like Herter's got two, Harrison's got four. Like I think that – and I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying that's the difference. Sticking with those two guys because I've been kind of – it's been stuck on my mind. Those are the two guys this offseason where – Kings weren't talking to HB. It's been said on this show. They weren't talking to him for, for a few weeks. He was Plan C or whatever. Called him back, signed him. Mm-hmm. Herder got benched. I mean, obviously Duarte got hurt, but let's call a spade a spade. Herder was going to hit the bench at the start of the season. Those are the two guys. Like, is this deriving from the offseason? Uh, I think it is. It's fair. Yeah. Like, it's fair to ask that. Yeah. It's perfectly fair to ask that. Yeah. It, it, <sighs> Because Kevin's not going into the but, season thinking like, all right, we're playing basketball, whatever. He's already on his mind. And, I got to step it up or else I'm going to hit the bench now before the season's even started. And mm-hmm. the thing I just can't get over is like, did Mike really feel like that was the direction? Mm-hmm. Because Chris Duarte's not playing. Cause, and, and there's two things at play. 
if if Mike really thought that was the direction, mm-hmm. okay. But 40 games into the season, he appears to have been very, very wrong. That's equally as concerning. And it's equally, <laughs> it might even be more concerning about what he thinks of Kevin Herter. Hmm. That's the part that I keep getting hung up on. Yeah, I don't understand the Kevin Herter situation. I, I never, not once, and I still don't feel this way, even through the struggles he's played with. I never, not once, like, yo, you got to remove Kevin yeah. Herter from the starting lineup. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was against that in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm still against it now. Like, like through all the all the talk and all the trade talk and all this other stuff, Kevin Herter out of the three is the one I want to give up the least. Because mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if you if you if you you know scheme up what you got to scheme up and do things the right way for Kevin Herter and have him feeling good about himself. I think it changes everything about this team and what they could be and what they could do. So I would be looking to empower Kevin Herter this entire time as opposed to the way that it's played out. Uh, let's get Sam, 916-909-1320. Sam, what's going on, my friend? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Uh, we all right. We're good. We're good. Hey, well, listen, I'll give you a little golf analogy for some of your golf enthusiasts. You know, I am probably the best driving range player in Northern California. Now, when I get to the 18th hole row, uh, I will probably top the shot about 90% of the time. Oh, no. Yeah, so (laughs) that tells you. It's that pressure. It's that pressure of the 18th hole, Sam. Hey, I appreciate it. I hope you got the analogy. Sam, real quick, real quick, don't leave. Are you in a casino again? Uh, I would like to say I'm at Sky River, but I'm at the other one in Lincoln. No, you're at Sky home. River, buddy. Yeah, Sky for, River. For, for, for purposes of the story, Sam. You're... Thanks, boys. All right, buddy. <laughs> Have fun at Sky River, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to 32 Brew Street. <laughs> tell them d and Casey sent you. It won't get you nothing, but just tell them we sent Shout you. Shout out to Sam. He just listens to us while he's, he's gambling. I love Sam. Yeah. Big I love Sam. Camp, Sam came over and saw us at the ice rink. He did. He did. He did. Uh, and you can come see us at Sky River Casino on February 2nd. Uh, we'll be doing a live show from noon till 4. Uh, we'll be hanging around to watch Kings basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most importantly, it's a Friday. It's a Friday. So we can cut up. We can have some fun. Uh, order some drinks, some food, hit the tables after we light the beam, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and I imagine the Kings team, excuse me, I imagine the Pacers team we see Thursday uh, will look a lot different come February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the news, um, you know, outside, of course, the tragic news coming out of the Golden State Warriors coaching staff, um, the news uh, today was Pascal Siakam was indeed traded. Uh, Pascal Siakam is headed to the Indiana Pacers. That's long been rumored. Uh, you could do simple math here. The Pacers have the money to sign Pascal Siakam to the exact deal that he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pacers uh, move three first-round picks in addition to Bruce Brown to get this deal done. Still have Shavano's contract. Yeah. Really, really interesting for Indiana moving forward with several weeks before the trade deadline. They still have that deal to use mm-hmm. or... They've obviously already made a little wink-wink agreement with uh, Pascal Siakam and his people. You could just let that money fall off your books next year. Mm-hmm. 
And that's probably something you could really use right now, uh, given that you are almost certainly signing Pascal Siakam uh, to a pretty hefty contract extension. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the deal's done. The that's deal is absolutely done. No, that's, that's yeah. a perfectly fair assumption. Indiana is not moving three first-round picks uh, if they thought Siakam was leaving in a couple months. They absolutely are not. There's nothing signed. You can't sign anything. But this is the this is a relationship between an agent and a front office. It's as it's as simple as that. Uh, the Kings didn't have that money to offer, and I am hopeful Monty didn't have any interest in offering that money. Right. I would have loved to thing. see. I would have loved to see Siakam here. I never loved the idea of Siakam as a uh, max player next season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, congrats to the Pacers. Uh, good luck. Yeah, good Good luck with that. Uh, I think that's a solid squad, though. I like the Pacers, I think, a little bit more than you do. You've been, you've been saying this since the summer, man. You, you've been saying that's a, that's a playoff team. Yeah, I thought, the makeup, I thought the makeup of that team is solid. I didn't think Tyrese's jump was going to be this big. Like, Ty- Tyrese had one of those. He had, he had a leap. Um, and that's really the, the catalyst behind this. And salute to the Pacers. They were able to, you know, they've been able to win a couple of games mm-hmm. with uh, – uh, Tyrese out and shout out to uh, b- brother who hosted with Matt last night, who seemingly had no idea that Tyrese Halliburton would in fact not be at the Golden One Center on Thursday. <laughs> Wait, what? Happened? What happened? He said, he said, let's let's move past this game oh, and look oh, ahead. Oh, on the host game, on yeah. The host, I thought you meant Matt George. No, 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 not Matt George. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I forgot to do his name. He does the. I Niners. meant Matt, the guy who was hosting the yeah, show with Matt Barnes. He does the Niners and the Giants post game show. My man said, coming up on Thursday, uh, a <laughs> former Tyrese Halliburton, Carlos Ramirez, at the Golden end. One Center, like, <laughs> sir. <laughs> and there was B roll for it. It was like, guys, like, what? What is going on? Did you see Matt cuss? <laughs> Uh, so I heard about it. I didn't hear what he. That was solid. <laughs> what did he yeah. say without saying it? He dropped he a he dropped the s bomb on the on the and hit and hit and hit us quick with the like seeing Matt seeing Matt do that seeing Matt Barnes hit you, hit you with the oopsie yeah, on like, live yeah. TV because I think he was asking like yeah, when you were on the Lakers like what would happen after a game like his old Kobe would have yelled at or something like that wrong would have said some and then he dropped it um, right there yeah no it's 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 a. Uh, it's, it's okay, it's, you guys. It's, it's a classic moment. See, it doesn't just happen to us. Yeah, it happens. Matt Barnes was comfortable. It happens. Amazingly, of all the people who have cussed on this show, Matt Barnes isn't one of them. <laughs> we got to get him on stream. Uh, phone is too phone. Yeah, 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 I got you. If Car- we get Matt Barnes on stream. Yeah, <laughs> Carlos Ramirez. Yeah, well, you know, Kings, uh, the, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is coming back to the Golden One Center, sir. <laughs> Throw Avery Johnson on that pregame show, too. <laughs> I, I kind of felt bad for him because I figured he – I don't know if he took – like it was a short circumstance. Type, yeah, like he it just seemed like it was. He, he a Bay Area guy. I don't and, think, I don't think he know, watches the Kings But I'm just all. so confused as to why there – why was there B-roll for this? Well, He said it, and there's a video image of yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a group effort. It's you, a team effort. You <laughs> could have picked another former King who's coming back to the Golden Ones. <laughs> you could have put up the Buddy Hill 3 stat again. Thank you. <laughs> all reliable. Oh, reliable, buddy. buddy yeah, that was that. a team effort, man. My, my people over there, you know, they, they blew a 22-point lead, they, too. They did. <laughs> tough, 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 night for, tough night for all involved. <laughs> tough, tough night for all involved. I remember what I was going to say, though. Okay. Why I felt better. Okay. Okay, good. I was going to let you uh, let them know where we're at, though. 
Oh, y'all don't know? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.